This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Hello, I'm Hanif Baharudin. You're tuned into the show that brings you closer to the people and places of our capital city. Pandemie, spelled P-A-N-D-E-M-I-E, is the latest book published by local cartoonist Ahmad Hilmi Abdullah, or more fondly known as me. As the name suggests, it's a collection of sketches from him that chronicles what went down the past two years in the country. True to his form and nature, me provided his own take and observations of the pandemic and injected his own sense of humour into these sketches that were initially uploaded online on his social media. Now that a physical collection of the sketches has been published, we catch up with him to hear more about Pandemie. Okay, just like any other people, pandemic is so new to you, you know, to everybody. So you never expect such a, a disease can be that bad, you know. You have to stay at home, you cannot go out, you know. You have to wear masks, you have to wash your hands. And the disease was very dangerous. Okay, many people have killed by the disease until like, you know, you have to undergo certain SOP and things like that. So many don'ts rather than do's, you know, uh, for you. So this is a very uh, expressive experience to those who gone through the pandemic period. Uh, what I can say, basically two years having to be, um, you know, uh, you have to, to to follow a lot of rules, new new regulation, new SOP, new rules and whatnot. And uh, some of the regulation or rather or Uh, things that you cannot do uh, has has changed somehow or other your way of life you know every day uh, working also people work from home and then you cannot go out you cannot walk on the street you cannot play that you cannot play this and no no going to the malls and things like that which surprise people but this thing never come uh, everything in one shot bit by bit pieces by pieces so you are picking up everyday new rules and regulation from the government. So, uh, not just us, not just the the, the rakyat, eh? the government also have to face something new to them. And a lot of trial and error, you know, things like that, by WHO or by uh, the humankind globally. And uh, this new way of life, or they call it the new norm, now has has, has changed a lot. And many people affected by this. Those who are doing business can open their shop, who are selling food, can have their restaurant open. Kids cannot go to school and people cannot go to work and things like that. And you cannot meet your friends. You, you cannot have parties, you cannot have kenduri and things like that. And a lot of things that's changed, uh, a sudden change of your life. So what I did was um, pick up any funny or humorous situation, but at the same time, recording them into a record or uh, a history to be to be remembered, you see? Uh, so if I don't draw, if I don't uh, pick up the the funny things, the humorous thing happening, uh, maybe it will go on by the wind, you know? So this book comprises of uh, those recording or rather sketches done during the pandemic based on true life uh, happening, you know, true event, not 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 uh, uh, fiction and things like that. But then you, uh, I put that 
I put all the presentation into a, a simpler way to think. You know, you don't have to, to to read the whole page to understand. It's just a piece of, of drawings, and you may interpret to your own uh, understandings or or your interpretation. That is uh, the 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 main um, target for publishing pandemic. And the name pandemic is also a play on the word pandemic and also your pen name, right? Me. My, right? Uh, my pen name, my, my nickname or pen name, whatever. Sedu name, you call it. <laughs> mm. So that is my my point of view. Not necessarily correct, not necessarily wrong, but then that is my point of view. If you want to 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 get to know what did I think about pandemic, uh, then you go through pandemic. It's only 200 pages. Because my original cartoons, I, I think I have more than that, nearly 400 pages, 400 pieces of cartooning, sometimes once a day, sometimes two two pieces a day, nothing to do, you see. That is my my way of killing time during the pandemic. Because you don't go to work, you don't walk around, you just sit down. What to do? You watch television also, all the channels and all the, the title of the movies you have, you have watched, you know. So nothing, nothing else to do. So I draw cartoons. So by not uh, letting those cartoons gone to waste, I put it together and pick up the good ones, around 200 pages, to be a book or a, a collection of pan, pandemic era and things like that. Have you, have you, have you seen the book, Anif? Yes, I've I've read through all all the all the cartoons and I must say it was quite uh funny, um uh, I enjoyed it yeah so here so here's the thing um so did you actually start drawing in real time as in like as soon as the pandemic happened or did you have to give yourself a bit of time to also process everything and then only started, I guess observing understanding the situation and then only you started drawing. Most most of the situation is a uh, is a spontaneous situation, uh is a real time situation. Maybe uh, it was announced in the morning, and in the evening I drew it. And some may take a few days to confirm on a few, type, a few, a few things. It depends on, on, on the event uh, that I, I, I was about to touch, you see. If the thing is, is really uh, hot at that time, why, why must you wait until it cools again, you know? So I, I, I got instant response from, from my readers because after drawing it, before the, the ink, dry i have posted it you know <laughs> so fast so uh some people may not know what's happening until they, they saw my cartoon so uh, i feel so so satisfied uh having that, that kind of situation if i can get it every time but most of the time uh it has to to to, to be you know brought forward until one or two days then only uh, i will publish it and some some cartoon has got to be brought down and I mean, I rejected the cartoon itself after I got negative uh, impact from from the people. Maybe people, people get uh, get mad sometimes because of the situation, not because of me. But I portrayed the situation in in cartoon uh, to soften it. Uh, instead of crying, they have got to laugh. But then some people cannot take it, so I have to to, to bring the the cartoon down. You see, I no need to touch on this one. Okay, uh, what you see. Uh, what you gone through in pandemic, uh, selected ones, you know, uh, something that is uh, having a green light or an okay sign already by readers and some people, uh, because some cartoons sometimes it's quite sarcastic, 
uh, I have to 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 control it and through experience, I understood the ethic of a cartoonist, not to hurt people, you know, not to to touch uh, people's personal life or you know uh, make people angry and things like that. We just initially cartoon is for uh, for you to laugh, you know, because laughter is the best medicine. But some some people use cartoon to condemn people, you know, to 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 say bad things about people. To sometimes uh, they tell lies about the people which uh, because of it now, which is not good. Okay, so uh, that is not my style of doing cartoon. My cartoon is always on the uh, lighter side, on the safe side, and the friendly side. <laughs> That was Ahmad Hilmi Abdullah, or more fondly known as me, talking about his latest book that chronicles the pandemic called Pandemic. We're going for a short break. Stay tuned. I'm Hanif Baharudin, and you're listening to I Love KL on BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9, you're listening to I Love KL, bringing you closer to the people and places of our capital city. I'm Hanif Baharudin. Joining me on the show this week is local cartoonist Ahmad Hilmi Abdullah, or me. He recently published a collection of sketches that documented what went down during the pandemic. It's called Pandemic. The thing about, I guess, cartoonists that I would like to assume, and feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, is that you must be a very keen observer, right? You have to observe the situation and understand I guess, right. how, how the public works, um, how the society functions, and and I guess capture that, right? In, in, in your own take, you know, make, making it a bit more yes. humorous, inject a bit of humour here and there and whatnot, right? So, considering that, you know, during the pandemic, you can't really, I guess, go out and mingle with the society. How did yes. you actually go about, I guess, capturing the spirit of what, happened then because I think to a certain extent based on what I observed you did manage to capture you know here and there the spirit of what happened during the pandemic but at the same time you know with you not being able to I guess go out and mingle with the society to be able to see how they reacted to the pandemic did you then I guess have to use your own family members as, as a form of reference <laughs> to a certain extent <laughs> yes yes you are right uh, most of what you say uh, all right you, know? uh, you have to observe the observer the people who observe people I divided them into two. One, they can observe and draw cartoons. The other one, they can observe, but they cannot draw cartoons. Uh, and the third category people, they cannot observe, but they can draw cartoons. So, these people, sometimes their cartoons are not very uh, entertaining in terms of uh, understanding uh, or in terms of message they want to, to put up. But those uh, who observe, and they know how to draw cartoons, it's better. Even though the cartoon is not very, very nice in terms of uh, presentation, but the idea they put up uh, can be a successful uh, composition, I would say. And some people also, uh, like those who write stories, pages by pages, you know, they cannot draw cartoons. But people sometimes cannot get what they wanted to say because people have got to read. And reading, as compared to seeing, Seeing is, is, is easier than reading. And uh, to me, seeing is believing and seeing is also seeing to observe people, what they are doing, what they are not doing is very, very important. And uh, like you said, if, if I don't go out, I still sit down in front of, of the TV, you know, uh, in front of what uh, the, the Menteri was saying, the happenings here and there. Because even though during the pandemic, the news on, on TV 
so hot and so you know people want to 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 know more and more you know some people say uh when it comes to vaccine and vaccinated and things like that some anti vaccine and those are part of the issue that i played around because uh, some people might think that uh, vaccine is not good and between vaccine also between one 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 type of vaccine to another also they they keep comparing and this are sometimes can can make people uh, think uh, which is the correct one which is the wrong one so by reading cartoon they can understand that everything is the same as long as you are vaccinated you are safe but it's very difficult to 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 persuade people to go and have vaccination uh, by just uh, telling them the good and bad but then when they read cartoon maybe they can understand that is my intention I noticed that, you know, how we dealt with Raya was also captured a bit more often in the book. Uh, was this a way for you personally to somehow cope with how you and your family had to deal with Raya during those two, uh, I guess, dark years? You can't go balik kampung and whatnot. So <laughs> was, that, was that the reason why, I guess, we had a lot more Raya sketches in the book? Yeah, I, I played a lot of uh, Raya issues because that is one of the most important issues among us, you know, or, or the Muslims. And even the Chinese New Year, they can they couldn't celebrate it during the pandemic and things like that. So uh, I I noticed uh, one of the major uh, problems to those people in Malaysia uh, in our community is uh, by having pandemic, uh, by having COVID nineteen, they cannot move around, they cannot go home to their kampung, and their parents were left alone and things like that for two years, never go home, and then they were looking forward. To, to, to the time whereby they they can do their uh, normal things during Hari Raya, go back to Kampung, kan? Jadi, uh, when I drew uh, event related to going back to Kampung, I got very uh, overwhelmed response. They love it. And they put up some, some more ideas to me to draw, you see? When I put some, something like uh, having to go through uh, Laluan Tikus, kan? They secretly go back using their motorbike and being caught by the policeman and ask them to, to go home again. And some people put up a suggestion to draw this, to draw that. And why not you do this? Why not you do that? You know, why why don't you you draw people using even submarine through the river and appear behind of their your kampung house and things like that? But of course, you cannot take everything suggested by people to to be drawn. So you must pick and select the good ones. Some of, of the cartoons that you saw in the book maybe came from that source. Uh, came from friends, came from family, family friends, came from the fans. And then uh, I put it uh, into the way I used to, to be doing. Meaning to say my my approach is uh, my approach, not not to say I, I take uh, 100% from what they were saying into cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. Um- the sketches that you captured, I guess, somehow, at least in this book, and that we just as we were about to receive the vaccines. In fact, I think that was what you said also uh, in your preface. Um, did you have other drawings capturing anything else beyond that period? And also, any intention to publish them in the future? Yeah, I have uh, some like, I, I, I told you that I published around 200 pages and I think I have another 100 pages that I, I just kept in my file, uh, in my iPad, because I now... Uh, was trying very hard to get into the the most updated method to draw. I never draw manual anymore. I use my iPad. So I keep, I think, around 100 pages of cartoon that was unpublished 
which I I I think some of them are a repetition, the same issue as what I have I have presented. So I put aside, and then uh, certain certain things like I told you quite sensitive, and um, the rest were because of too too many to to be published. If the book is too thick, yeah, it's going to be well another problem printing uh, in terms of economy in economics of a printing price and the price of the book will, will go up. So I just pick a better one. So that 100 pages, maybe if in the future I would like to publish as a you know look throw back or look back to to pandemic or things like that, I can publish another book, another small uh, publication. Uh, I hope I have time for that. <laughs> mm. You mentioned uh, iPad just now, and I think if I'm not mistaken, your son uh, Hakim uh, did tell me that you also had to make the transition from, I guess, drawing yes. using pen and paper into drawing iPad, right? When when did this happen, and was this also a part of, I guess, a way to somehow you know embrace the the digitalization of things that that grew rapidly during the pandemic? Yeah, okay. Uh, I believe, and we have to. If we cannot beat them, we join them, right? Because most most of my cartoonist friend, the old timer, they still draw manually. So drawing manuals and digital, uh, we have the merit and demerit, the advantages and the disadvantages. You know. So when I started, I I I I I've been trying to start drawing using computer or digital long time ago. I think four or five years back. But it does not uh, really satisfy me when you draw on the piece of glass. And it appear on the screen in front of you, which is to me is not is not my style. You know, when you draw, you want to have it uh, everything uh, at the tip of the of, of the pen, you know, or, or or the brush you're using, whatever medium you're using. So I left everything to to the kids, eh, to to my son, to continue with the 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 digital, the old fashion digital you draw somewhere on your pad and then uh, it appears on your monitor again so when uh, ipad is uh, was uh, in the market and uh, they are getting more friendly friendlier and friendlier so i i started to to draw again using the digital uh, by having uh, ipad air which cost me around 2000 plus only Uh, of course, they have a professional one. Just, just trying, just trying out the method, and putting up the screen protector that feels like paper, not glass. So I feel better. So when I draw, I wanted people to think that I, I am still using uh, the old method, uh, paper and ink and and marker. Uh, so uh, I never use the what the application fully. Coloring, uh, you know, copy and paste and things like that. I just draw it as though uh, I, 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 I'm still doing the manual one. And people never realize until I think uh, after six months, I've been doing uh, drawings on iPad. Then people will realize. People only realize, wow, you are not 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 using any more any more paper because uh, somehow or other they can detect uh, certain certain things using iPad, which is uh, more advanced than paper. You see. You can copy. You can make it bigger. You can make it more detailed and things like that. So uh, I think it's it's cool to draw on iPad, and you don't have to go around buying papers, markers, and things like that. And then uh, in some event, I have I have learned the tricks and of the trades, you know, by copying, by tracing, and by you know a uh, lot of things. 
And then I think uh, the the new techniques to me is new. is it, much more easier to handle. You can draw everywhere you like on on on, on airplane, on the bus, and things like you know uh, back home in the kampung. As long as 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 long as there there are electrical to recharge, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Do you have a preference now that you have been exposed to both methods? Like, like, do you perhaps, you know, I guess now exclusively draw on iPad or do you still use pen and paper to draw sometimes? Once in a while, I, I use the, the manual, still using the manual because uh, it depends on on uh, depends on demand. Like some people want me to draw manually, so I draw manually for them. Uh, some people need, uh, need me to draw a two feet by three feet cartoon, a scenario like a doodle on a piece of paper, marker on uh, illustration board, I still do that. And coloring using watercolor and things like that. Because uh, when I use iPad, I cannot get a, an original piece, original masterpiece to be displayed or to be framed out. Everything is still in, in, you have to print it, you know. You have to print it and this is one of these advantages by using uh, iPad. Because there is no original drawing. You see? When you put on display exhibition and things like that, like in Roma cartoon, uh, they they publish uh, they put up on the wall the original hand drawn uh, cartoons and illustration, so that people go and observe it closely. Uh, but if you draw using iPad or digital, you you don't have the original one. Everything is in in, in the print manner. I see. Uh, so you cannot just leave the the manual hundred percent. At the moment, I would say uh, I am doing 80% of digital, 20% manual, not 100%. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, going back to pandemic, um, how important um, do you think it is for us to, I guess, not only document and remember the pandemic in a very, I guess, quote-unquote serious way, but also in a very slightly more casual and informal way, like the way you've, I guess, captured it, you know, via your cartoon? Okay. Uh, to me, reading history books is... Uh, It's tiring, you know. No, not many people. I mean, not many students in this, in school love history so much. So if uh, I put up every single thing of the experience during pandemic in the form of a book, a written book, especially with small lettering and things like that, people won't. Our people, the community of Malaysia, Malaysia, be it Malay, Chinese, or Indian, they they are not putting reading as as a top hobby. Not not like uh, those uh, European, you know, American. Wherever they travel, they bring with them a novel to read, a book at least to read. But not us. We only read magazines or newspaper or maybe comics, comic books. So those are more popular to them, and they don't want to think a lot. They don't want to use their brain so much. They want to have a look, understand, and laugh, and things like that. So uh, we. By putting history into a, a comic book uh, is one way or another to pull some interest from the community to go through the history. And to me, to record also easier than to write. Because writing is not easy. Everybody knows that. You have to write good material people uh, for people to read and you also have got to, to be having a very good command in a language, Malay or English or whatever language you are, you are writing. So that people will love to read it. But for me, because I don't know how to write properly, I just draw it. And there goes uh, my history book, Pandemic. It's a history book. Later on, uh, put it 
10 or 20 years, it's going to be a, a history book where, where people uh, refer uh, as as their reference of, for what ha- happened during this, this period of time. Like what they put up, not many people put up a history of the uh, Spanish flu, uh, which was... Uh, Uh, it was was played around by somebody by saying uh, it's a Spanish fly. Uh, so if somebody has drawn cartoon during that time, now you are seeing all the the event during the Spanish flu, then it will be something to to remember. But uh, I hope this pandemic can be like that uh, in a lighter way, of course, not not to 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 be exact. Because there is no uh, timing or no specific time or place which is uh, recorded in every piece of, of my cartoon. It's just a, a general outlook and things like that. But to me, it's history. When I look back at what I have done, and I laughed on myself. And I, wow. And I, see uh, what, what happened during pandemic? You see? Yeah, what happened during this time? And now uh, you can go out. Now you can you can you can play around. You can have kenduri, you know. Because my two of my my niece and nephew got married during pandemic. They don't have a kenduri, so the the parents spend so little. And thank God for that. <laughs> they say it's, it's a blessing in disguise, uh, or else they have to spend forty thousand, fifty thousand for the kenduri. So this kind of thing, uh, I think I, I didn't put it in, in the pandemic where the parents as, 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 was feeling very, very happy because they have to have kenduri during the pandemic. Or no kenduri, only 30 people can attend. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah? Yes, yes, I know. Yes. All right. Okay. Uh, so thank you so much for sharing your thoughts. Uh, so for listeners out there who like to get the book, where can they find the book? At the moment, they, I, I have a, a, a few places that are putting up for sale. One is in Roma Cartoon. Uh, Roma Cartoon is a, a cartoon and comic house in Taman Botani. Uh, they are selling as a retail uh, material. And then they can also, those people who, who are interested can also buy in Shopee. I think uh, the link is in my Facebook. And then outside, uh, on the cover of my pandemic, there, there is a QR code that you can scan and they will bring you to my Facebook, my, uh, I think, I can't remember what else, Facebook, my Twitter, and also my Instagram, I think. So you may have the link over there. If I put out the link here, <laughs> it's quite difficult to see. So, or if you go to, to Shopee, you, you just type pandemic, you can find it. P-A-N-D-E-M-I-E. You've been tuning in to I Love KL and that was Ahmad Hilmi Abdullah or me, a local cartoonist that recently published a collection of sketches chronicling the pandemic called Pandemic. That's all we have for this episode of I Love KL. If you miss any part of the show, you can check out the podcast at bfm.my slash ilovekl, our app which you can find via Google Play and the App Store. You can also find our podcast on Spotify. Don't forget to also follow the station on Twitter at BFM Radio. My name is Sanif Baharudin and you have been tuning in to I Love KL, bringing you closer to the people and places of our capital city. Join us again next week only on BFM 89.9, The Business Station.
Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.